What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Apple Juice, the podcast. I am your host, Aisha Hadia. Um, this will be my second time recording this episode. The first time, man, I was so. This is a vulnerable bit, a vulnerability episode for me, right? And the first time I actually started crying, I can't guarantee y'all gonna get that same effect this time because I already did it and I meant it the first time. Um, but anyways, so first off, I want to say that um, I know I had mentioned on several occasions that I was changing the name of the podcast and I've decided not to change the name. I've decided to keep um, the coffee and apple juice name. I just feel like that's a brand that I built for myself, regardless of how it started, who was involved. Ultimately, I have the rights. I own the rights to coffee and apple juice. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and keep this name and continue to build this brand. Um, because I, it's, every time I edit an episode and listen to my intro and just see where I've come from I fall in love with my podcast like literally every single week I find something different or something else to fall in love with about my podcast and the name and how creative I can be when it comes to the different um things that I can do with it so it's like I don't want to have to start over I don't want to have to start all the way over you know I just I just don't so I'm gonna stick I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it out with the coffee apple juice name um and we just gonna go from there I love my name I love my intro um I've changed the look around as y'all can see and I'm like literally in love with it so um shout out to you know my graphics design because I just love it like I'm just obsessed right now and I don't want to have to change that and I don't want to have to start over I don't want to have to do that I am Aisha Hadia, but ultimately coffee and apple juice is the brand and I represent the brand. So let's just, I'm just going to stick it. I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to stick beside them. Um, but like I said before, this is a vulnerability episode. Okay. Excuse me. Cause I was thirsty. But what that means is I, um, so I told you guys a couple weeks or a couple episodes ago that, or I think it was even last episode that I said that I was going to start, um, just, just keeping y'all in the loop of, of my journey of finding myself. And since then, what I have been doing is I've just been documenting and notating different things that I'm noticing about myself, um, that I either probably didn't notice before or wasn't paying any attention to right so um I've started to notice a lot now that I'm being observant I have started to notice a lot of things about myself um and so what I've decided to do was I got rid of the dating thing I put up I took a break from the dating the online dating app um I just took a break from that um, anybody that's texting me or calling me, I'm just going to let them know, hey, I need a minute. 
give me a minute, you know, let me, let me get me together first. And then, you know, when I come back, when I feel like I'm ready, if it's meant to be, we can pick up where we left off or we can start over. But right now I need a minute. So, um, let's get into it. So, <laughs> like I said, I've been noticing some things about myself. Excuse my nails. I broke them at work today. But I've been I've been noticing some things about myself. Um, and what happens is when I try to change them, they're not changing. I don't know if, if what I'm doing to change them is just not working. I'm not sure if I'm taking the correct steps to uh, make those changes. I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but the first step is to admit that you have a problem and I have a problem. Hi, my name is Aisha Hadia and I'm narcissistic as fuck. <laughs> okay. So that's the first thing that I've noticed. I'm extremely narcissistic. Um, and I know a lot of people throw that word around and, you know, out of nowhere, that word became like super trendy, trendy, um, but I really am narcissistic. Um, I really do walk around as if the world revolves around me. I really do um, give a fuck about people that don't matter to me versus giving the sh giving like just giving the people that love me and care about me my ass to kiss. Um, like it's just. These are things that I've noticed about myself that, um, yeah, these are just things I'm noticing about myself. Like I would notice it on social media for years now. Um, I felt like people needed to follow me. I don't got to follow you. You follow me. I would go through and it'd be a lot of people that I know that are following me, but I wouldn't follow them. Um, and I was told that those are, you know, slight symptoms of a narcissist or slight characteristics of a narcissist or narcissist. Um, I haven't even looked into, and that's, okay, so let me, let's start over because I don't want to put the title over my head that I'm a narcissist and I don't 100% know the, all the uh characteristics of a narcissist but from from what i've done the research that i've done so far what i named is some of the characteristics that i've um possessed okay now something that i've noticed about myself um something else that i've noticed about myself is um i i don't feel as if i deserve what I want I don't feel as though I just like the things that I desire want and desire I don't feel as though I deserve those things and um that's that's what I've noticed about myself um and it's crazy like I just have this this low vibrational low value mentality that um ultimately I'm, I, I want to, I want to get out of that state, that state of mind. So like when I, when I first, when I bought my, when, when I was first told by my lender that your credit is good enough, we can go ahead and start the process of you buying a home. 
I was in complete shock. Like I didn't think I could ever be told that by anybody. When I first touched $10,000, I ain't never think that I could ever have that much money. And that's not even a lot of money to me. Like that's nothing, you know, but I never thought that I could have that much money. Um, and we talking about $10,000, that's nothing, you know? But when I, I've never thought that, even when I got my first job where my first paycheck was over $1,000, I was just like, this is insane. Like I could never make, you know, like I just always have this low vibrational mentality of myself that I didn't deserve to have nice things. I didn't deserve to have a nice car, a nice house, a good paying job. You know, I didn't think I, and I, and when I, and then it's crazy because I'm talking about the bare minimum. You got people out here making way more than over a thousand dollars a month. You got people out here putting their hands on way more than $10,000. You got people out here driving way more expensive cars than what I'm driving. You know, you got people out here with way bigger houses than mine. So I'm really just, I'm like really in, in shock about just having the bare minimum, the bare minimum okay like and then it's like when it comes to like the men that I that I interact with right I'm attracted to broken men and the attraction comes let me see I can word this um so I'm I'm attracted to broken men and I have it I feel like I can heal them right but what happens is I'd be so focused on healing you and fixing you and convincing you that all women ain't the same and that, you know, it's some good women left out there, right? So what it is, is I take my cup and everything in me that's in my cup, I start pouring it into your cup to build you up, right? But then what happens is my cup is now empty and you're not pouring into my cup. And because I'm so focused on proving a point that it's good women out there that I'm a good woman and I'm trying to be a good woman to you and only you I'm not paying attention to the fact that there ain't nothing else filling up my cup so what happens is I don't pour all of me into you and now you going to be a good man for somebody else but what about me and who's gonna fill up my cup and that really wasn't even a hard reality for me because it's something in the back of my mind that I knew. And it's like, what I what I realized, I was today years old when I realized that I have this thought process that I don't deserve a man who already has a full cup. I don't deserve a man like that. I don't, I wouldn't know what it was like. I wouldn't know what it feel like for a man to fill up my cup because I ain't never had a man fill up my cup. My mother, my mother was a single woman. So I was never, I was never raised by a man. So I never had the love and affection and attention from a man. So I've never had a man fill up my cup. And we started from my, from my dad down to the, the father of my children, to the boys that I, to my, my ex-boyfriends and guy friends. And I've never had a man fill up my cup. Okay. But I pour and pour and pour my cup into other people's cup. And just never got a refill for my own, of my own, you know? Um, and th these are the things that I'm starting to notice about myself. When it comes to being in relationships with uh, certain type of people, 
um, I noticed that I do settle. I noticed that I can have a list of standards and I'll ignore that list ultimately because I don't want to hurt your feelings by telling you you're not good enough for me or I feel like you don't deserve me or I feel like I don't want to I don't want to have to wait for you to, to get to where I'm at or um I feel like I deserve a man who has this and has this and you don't have that and then it's like I get to meeting people and I become a friend with the intention of us possibly growing into something and as a friend I learn all these things about you and it's things that I could put up with and I can deal with or I'll be okay with but I shouldn't be okay with it, you know? Um, so it's just, I'm just, I'm noticing a lot of different things about myself that I've never noticed before. And it is extremely scary, extremely scary. Um, I am overly masculine, overly dominant and that sickens me to my stomach I I hate it but it's almost like I've adapted to it so much that I don't know how to be feminine I don't know how to be dainty and to be pretty and I, I don't know how to really um to to fully use my feminine power it's almost like I forgot because I've been in this role and I've used my masculinity as a defense mechanism. I use this attitude as a defense mechanism and I cuss and I fuss and I'm just so aggressive with my, with everything around me, everything that I do is so aggressive. And it's almost like, I don't know how to be feminine anymore, you know? And then it's like, when I was at a point when I was being feminine, I was being feminine to a man who wasn't even deserving of that energy for me. And so it's like, I don't know. It's like, I just, mm, it's, it's crazy. I was at work today and I was working on a project side by side with another young lady. Now I was thrown into this project. You know, I was, I was asked to come and help them with this project. They were out of order, unorganized completely behind and they was expecting me to come and put them where they needed to be so all day I'm cussing I'm fussing I'm mad I'm angry and I'm expressing these things and it was so ugly and it was like the girl next to me she was cool calm and collected she remained feminine she remained feminine um excuse me y'all me and my kids have bluetooth lights and because our lights are i mean wi-fi powered lights and because the lights are connected to the same wi-fi when they cut their lights off it'll cut mine off too like i don't think the people who created that thought that through but whatever um matter of fact let me take a pause for a second and i'm gonna cut my ring light on hold on okay um so yeah like the young lady she was cool calm collected about the situation she didn't really um complain too much she didn't really express her or her um aggravation um she never lost her temper and everything and it's y'all I was so when I realized this I was like a little embarrassed a little bit 
because I do all this talk about how I want to harness my feminine energy and I want to be more feminine. I'm tired of being masculine and aggressive, but then it's like, girl, you a whole lot of real nigga on this line right now. You know, like you really just going hard in the paint and you don't have to, you don't got to do all that, you know? So it was, it was crazy. Um, ultimately I just got a lot I'm just noticing a lot of things that I um never really took time to pay attention to in the past and um what happens is so like when I first told y'all that I was going to be bringing y'all on this journey of me finding myself I just started paying attention to my moods paying attention to what um, makes me feel a certain type of way, just paying attention to a lot of things about myself. And it was today when I realized that that's how I felt about myself. I do, I like when people, people be like, oh my God, Aisha, you such a great mother and you so you this and you that. And it's like, I be want, like I didn't, I don't, mm, I don't feel the same way. I don't feel the same way. And so, um, I have, I was online today looking for a therapist because I want to go ahead and get that process started. Um, because somewhere along the line, some type of event, uh, caused me to feel this way about myself. Something took place, whether it be traumatic or not, but something took place that has me, um, feeling as though I don't deserve the best or feeling the feeling as though what I have is what I deserve, what I get is what I deserve. And it shouldn't, I shouldn't think that, I shouldn't think that I don't deserve a nice, well-groomed man with good hygiene and he's respectable and responsible and he'll provide for me and my children and come in and marry me. Like something in me tells me I don't deserve it and I should not think that. So, um, I'm definitely going to be, I'm definitely taking the necessary steps to correct that. Um, but the first step first, I had to admit that there was a problem and that that was the problem. Um, Cause like I said, I never thought that I could buy a house. People buy houses every day. You ain't got to have money to buy no house. You ain't, ain't got to be rich to buy no house. You know, so I shouldn't think that. I shouldn't think that I don't deserve a nice car. I shouldn't think that I don't deserve a good man. I shouldn't think that I don't deserve some of the finer things in life. I shouldn't think that. And right now, that's what my thought pro that's where my thought process is at. You know, I don't think I deserve a good man for whatever reason. I don't think I deserve, um, you know, just I just I don't know why I think that, but I that's why I'm looking into going to therapy because I feel like something along the line somewhere in my life something happened to make me think that I, I don't deserve and so um yeah I yeah yep that's where I'm at with it yep that's where I'm at with it and it's crazy so I think now that I'm starting to be more open with my, be more vulnerable and more open with some of the things that are going on with me. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The first time I recorded this, I bust out crying and I, 
I couldn't, I really couldn't even, it's almost like I was finally being true to myself. It's like people walk around and they just, they, they've lied to themselves so much that that lie has become their way of life. And they really believe that lie. And it's like, I finally just decided I don't want to lie no more. I don't want to lie no more. I'm sorry to hurt your feelings, but I deserve better. Yeah. So that's where we at. That's where we at. Admitting that I have a problem and that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Ultimately, I feel like I don't deserve some of the finer things in life. You know, I'd be stupid to think that somebody like Drake uh, come around and fall in love with me and sweep me off my feet and just take care of me and my kids and we live happily ever after. That's fairy tale to me. Drake ain't attracted to nobody like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't think that. Nobody should think that. Y'all know how much I love Drake and Kevin Gates, but he married, so we won't go with Drake. But, you know, like, no one should think that about themselves. And that's that's how I think. I think I'm trying, I want to know what's wrong with me and why do I think that? What happened in my life? At what point did I start thinking it? Was it the fact that I had to take care of my kids by myself? Because ultimately the men that I had children with were not ready to be fathers and I had to step up and do their part. Like, what was it? Hmm. I want to know. And it's crazy because I can't think of anything traumatizing that would make me think that. I've never had nobody verbally abuse me and tell me that I wasn't going to ever deserve a good man I'll never have a good I don't think I don't remember so I'm just y'all's guess just as good as mine but hopefully um a little bit of therapy and a lot a lot of self-reflection will help us figure this out um but yeah I'm at a point in my life where I'm ready to take the mask off. I've been walking around with a mask, a big bad wolf mask on. And we hear this story about the big bad wolf and the three little pigs and how he kept fucking with the pigs. You know, but we'll never hear no story about nobody fucking with the wolf. At least I ain't never heard no story about nobody fucking with the wolf. And so what happens is me with the with the mindset that I'm the big bad wolf, I I I I carry this persona, this 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 costume of me being the big bad wolf. I'm wearing this on a day-to-day basis, right? And it's now it's like I want to take it off. I don't want to be the big bad wolf no more. But what I felt to realize is everybody that I've seen everybody who know me know me as the big bad wolf they don't know me as nothing else so that's fucking crazy <laughs> so listen at this right at work today this dude said something to me and I don't know why but every time he 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 only he only spoke to me maybe two or three times 
for as long as I've been working there. But every time he say something to me, my response was always with an attitude, right? And like I said, I'm doing some self-reflecting. So as I was walking away from catching the attitude with him, I had to think like, Ish, why you keep catching the attitude with that boy? What, what did he ever do to you, right? So I stopped. And when I seen him again, I called him over to me or whatever. And I said, um, I asked him what his name was. And then I said, you know, hey, I'm not sure why, but every time I talk to you or every time you talk to me or say something to me or whatever, I always have an attitude with you. And he said, yeah. And I said, I want to apologize because I honestly don't know why I be having an attitude. I don't know if I just be having an attitude and you just be catching a raft of that or if there's just something about you that puts that energy in me. But I wanted, I told him I wanted to apologize because ultimately you did nothing wrong and I should never have given you the attitude for no reason. Um, but like when you, when I finally, when I made the decision to pay these things attention, um, I'm trying to fix them at the same time, right? But this shit is just, it's, fucking scary um it's 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 scary to me and yeah it's it's scary I'm I'm extremely I think I'm more so scared at the fact that it took me today to realize that this that what the problem could possibly be or you know was part of the problem but me being a big bad wolf I got four kids my oldest is 15 years old how long have I been this wolf and what impact of me being this wolf has affected my kids you know it's like it's one thing to give a fuck about people around you but I'm raising the very same people that you guys are going to have to interact with one day or y'all kid, you know, like I'm, I need, I need to fix the problem. I need to figure out what the problem is and then fix it so that I can go in and do some quality control and some unlearning and relearning and fixing and healing within my children. It'll kill me to know that it was my behavior and my actions and my parenting that was instilled upon my kids for them to grow older and do things that they that they wouldn't be proud of um you know so I I need to fix this I want to hurry up and fix it but I'm also not rushing I want it to take I want it to run its course whatever healing that needs to take place I need it to run its course I need it to do everything that it is going to do so that I don't uh, backslide back into the woman that I was. This is ext extremely scary situation for me because like I said, I got four kids. I've been raising four kids with this wolf uniform, with this wolf costume on. You know, and it's <laughs> it's very it's very scary but it is it's, it's scary right but now here's the situation 
I came home excited about something. I can't even remember what it was. Um, but my kids, like I, my, I would notice that when I'm in a good mood, my kids would ask mama, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And it's almost because it's like, they never hard, they hardly ever see me happy or in a good mood or just in good spirits because I'm just always, you know, God, this shit is fucking scary, yo. This is scary. And all I can think about is my kids and the, the, the negative effect that my mental health has put on them. I'm sorry for crying y'all, but I'm trying to be as vulnerable as possible because I have lacked that in my past. I've buried my issues inside and I've dealt with them by myself. Um, I don't like asking for help because I feel like if you need help, something wrong, you know, I don't call my baby daddies and ask them for nothing because these ultimately these are my children, you know, but I shouldn't think that way. I don't like talking about my feelings. I'm a strong communicator, but I don't like, I don't like being vulnerable. I don't like seeing, I don't like nobody seeing me cry. I don't like nobody seeing me weak. I don't like nobody seeing me unable to do anything. I don't like, I don't like nobody feeling like I don't I, I I walk around with this with this persona that I don't want nobody to be able to say they helped me do nothing you know I don't want nobody to say oh well Aisha needed this and I had to help but I don't you know I walk around like that but ultimately it's okay to ask for help and I just don't, I don't, I don't understand that. It, I don't understand. My mind is not processing that it's okay to ask for help. My mind not processing that. You know, if I'm, if I'm, if I can't pay a bill, it, it don't hit me to get on the phone and call and ask somebody for some help. That ain't how my mind work. My mind work like, do what you got to do to get the money and, and get the bill paid, you know? Um, this shit is fucking scary, man. Oh my God. Um, depression plays a huge part and I don't even think I'm depressed because I think I'm more so depressed because I know it's a problem, but I can't fix it. Cause I don't know how, um, I am being as vulnerable as I can right now. Oh. oh my God. I'm being as vulnerable as I can right now. This shit is scary. And it's crazy because like I said, I'm not really worried about how nobody else feel. I'm more so worried about the impact that me being a big bad wolf has caused on my kids. That's my biggest worry right now it's and it's like I want I want to change so bad I don't want to be this masculine scary non-approachable woman I don't want to be that 
But it's like, I have become the wolf. I can't take the costume off. I'm trying, I'm tugging at it and it's not moving. It's almost like I have literally turned into a wolf. And this shit is scary. It's scary. Like I'm literally sitting here crying to my computer screen. <laughs> oh man. This is the second time I recorded this episode and I thought that because I got it all out the first time that I wasn't going to cry again, but y'all this is crazy this is crazy (sighs) but nonetheless I am going to keep y'all updated with everything um I feel like me paying attention to the small things about myself is therapy within itself because when you walk around like there isn't a problem of course you're not going to see it if I wake up one morning and I decide the sky is red there is nothing that nobody can tell me that make me think otherwise and that's been my problem so I'm going to continue to keep y'all updated. Um, Y'all can look forward to more tears because I got a feeling it's going to get worse, but it got to get worse before it get better. So mentally, I'm preparing myself. Um, I'm sorry for crying, y'all. But this ain't even me. Y'all know I'm a real nigga in a skirt. This ain't me. (laughs) Uh, But ultimately, um, yeah. I feel like I need I needed to get this off my chest. I needed to get this off my chest. I needed it. I needed to get this off my chest. So right now I'm just my next step is continue to do my research on finding a therapist that I feel like will be um that I feel like I can I can benefit from um I definitely want someone uh, a therapist of color because I feel like they'll be a little bit more understanding to a lot of the situations that I've been through um I was talking to Reggie from unapologetic the podcast I was talking to him earlier and I mentioned that I think I want a man therapist because I feel like men can be a little bit more humbling um can humble you a little bit more and I don't know that's just my thought but I mean ultimately I just need a therapist that I feel like I can benefit from I don't it don't really matter if it's man or woman I just I know that I definitely want a black therapist but um yeah this healing journey begins now the shadow work that I'm about to go through is going to be so real so enlightening um it's gonna hurt but that outcome baby that outcome gonna be where it's at so thank y'all so much for tuning into my bullshit um yeah
I'm ready. I am ready. I'm literally finna go to war with a wolf. I'm finna go to war with myself. Um, I'm finna go to war with myself. Right now it's life or death. And what I mean by that is if I really want to come out this wolf, this wolf costume, um, yeah, I got I really gotta take it there. You know, that means a lot of communicating, a lot of apologizing, a lot of realizing that I was wrong, a lot of accepting my own responsibility, accepting my own, um, taking accountability for everything that I do. It's going to take a lot of that. It's going to take a lot of me. Excuse me. It's going to take a lot of me um, owning up. To, to the wrongs that I've done. It's gonna take me standing on my own two feet and telling, hey, I'm sorry. I apologize, it was my fault. I shouldn't have said that, I shouldn't have done that. It's gonna take a lot of accountability. It's gonna take a lot of owning up to that accountability. It's gonna take a lot. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go ahead and put my boots on, strap them up tight, and we're going to see where this takes me. I can tell y'all now, I know I'm promising y'all weekly episodes, but I guarantee nothing. Even if it means I need to take a mental break from podcasting, um, I'm still going to try to, you know, document everything to keep you guys in the loop, but ultimately... If self-healing is what, if the goal is to heal, I'm going to do any, everything to do, to, to heal. And if that means stepping away, then that means stepping away. Um, so yeah, just, y'all just stick with me. It's going to get better. It's going to get worse for me. It's going to get worse, but the outcome, I'll, I'll go through I'll go through any fire for the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. On the outside looking in, people may think I'm crying to my computer and that I'm being vulnerable to my computer, but I'm not. Um, I put this episode out there because I feel like it's somebody somewhere that needed to hear everything that I said so that ultimately they can make the decision to start their healing journey and their self-reflection journey and the journey where they begin to unlearn and relearn themselves. And what I mean by unlearn and relearn, the Aisha I know is a big bad wolf. She's at the top of the food chain. And Ultimately, you want to be at the top of the food chain, right? Because you don't want nobody to eat you. But when everything is gone, it's just you. And I don't, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be by myself. I don't want to continue going through life influencing my children with this persona of mine. I don't want to continue raising my children um, as I don't want to, I don't want to continue to be the wolf raising my children. I want to be me. I want to be the woman that I'm supposed to be and the mother that I'm supposed to be. And right now I'm running my household with an iron fist and it shouldn't be like that. 
it shouldn't be like that. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do what I need to do to take the necessary steps to, um, to, to correct that because that it was when I brought up my kids that I started crying. So that indicates to me that, um, yeah I've been paying attention to that too so I pay attention to to the things that I say so like the first time I recorded this episode when I started crying I started crying when I was talking about the things that I deserved and what I felt like I didn't deserve because I didn't even realize I thought like that right but this go around when I started crying it was because I really meant what I said when about my kids yeah yeah I meant that I don't want to be the wolf no more I don't want to walk I don't want to walk around or walk through life and people fear me or I don't want to walk through life and you know people choose not to um choose not to want to get to know me because of my persona you know this guy that I'm talking to he keeps saying over and over you look like you beat up you look like you fight niggas and you beat niggas up and you mean and you aggressive you this you that and he's he playing but he said he playing like he's he's joking around but I'm taking it serious because that's not the first time I heard that you know, so I don't, I don't want to be that. I don't want people to look at me as mean Isha, aggressive Isha, masculine Isha. I don't want that. You know, I want to, I, I, that's, that's not what I want. That's not what I want. Um, yeah, that's not what I want. So it took a lot for me to get on here and share these things with y'all um it took a lot out of me to do this y'all um mental health is real and it's I feel like it's needed period I don't care what race I don't care what color what culture what background you come from your mental health is is real and it's almost like I feel like I've been walking through life in a dark I've been walking through life with no lights on right and me coming on here admitting this to y'all it's like I see a little glimpse of light at the end of a tunnel just a little bit it ain't too bright but I see I'm starting to see something you know I've been walking through life and only been seeing black and it's like me me I'm starting to see something, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm putting dating on hold. I'm putting a lot of things on hold. Um, I enjoy podcasting. I feel like I, I enjoy it to the point where I feel like this, this is a sort of therapy for me too. So I enjoy it. And I'm going to, I'm going to give y'all the best of me every chance I get. I told I keep telling y'all that. So I'm definitely going to keep you guys in the loop. I'm going to keep y'all up to date with what's going on. As soon as I find a therapist, um, I'm not sure what the policies are, you know, but if if I can bring you guys into those sessions, um, 
I'm going to do that if I feel it's appropriate because it may not be appropriate. Like I said, this shit going to get ugly. But that outcome, baby, that outcome is going to be something serious. So let's get it. Y'all take care, stay safe, and I'll see y'all next week. Peace. What's up, you guys? It's Aisha D. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. Make sure that you're right here with me every Wednesday where I'll give you new episodes where we're discussing any and everything involving the culture. Also, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. I usually listen to it when I'm on my way to work. Real, raw, and uncut conversations with Aisha Hadia. Make some noise.